Hello, and welcome to Missing an Audience. In each episode, a different guest from the arts world will talk about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their practice, how they see things changing going forwards, and about their memories of being part of or creating for audiences. Our aim with this podcast is to hear from and reach as many different people working or studying in the arts as possible, to connect over what we miss and have lost, what we have to look forward to, and what needs to change. We also hope to spread awareness of charities or arts groups struggling at this time. We need the arts, and we need audiences. Culture is for entertainment, protest, education, therapy, employment, inspiration and connection. It must survive. Our guest today is sound designer and composer Alexandra Faye Braithwaite. Critically acclaimed, Alex was nominated for an Off West End Award for her work on Ellen McDougall's production of The Rolling Stone at the Orange Tree Theatre in Richmond. Past credits include Wuthering Heights and Light Falls at the Manchester Royal Exchange, A Christmas Carol at Theatre Cluid, Mischief Theatre's Grown Ups at the Vaudeville Theatre, Hamlet at the Leeds Playhouse, The Tempest at the Royal and Derngate in Northampton, Acceptance at the Hampstead Theatre, When I Am Queen at the Almeida, and The Fastest Clock in the Universe at the Old Red Lion. Hello, my name's Jake Leonard. I'm the creator and host of this podcast, and I'm a freelance theatre director. Hi, Alex. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I am okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for being here. So, what have you been up to in the madness of 2020? Well, I thought I'd be writing loads of music, and I thought I'd like have released my seventh album by now, but actually, I haven't written anything. Yeah. <laughs> When I get a smart music or songs or sound effects, it's for a purpose. When that purpose goes, I'm not entirely sure why I'm doing it. It's obviously been a really tricky year in terms of production in any capacity. I know you've been involved with the Royal Exchange in Manchester's advent calendar, but at the time of recording, we can't really talk about that. So what other projects have you been involved with this year? Radio bits and bobs. One old play that we've been doing for five years now, actually, in various theatres. Been in the West End and it did the Traverse in Edinburgh. Um, it's called Toast. Nigel Slater's Toast. We did like a radio play version of that, which was actually quite nice because it, well, it was difficult because all the actors were recording in their um, bathrooms with pillows. <laughs> Obviously, then what we have to do is piece all those conversations together. Basically, it took me four months. So yeah, I did that, which was really cool, and like obviously weaved all the original sound design in with it. And then last week, actually, I, I did an R&D with an amazing director, Chelsea Walker, for a new play, which was really, really fun, actually. It was like, I forgot. My job's really cool. It was actually really emotional just to be back in a room with people and also absolutely exhausted afterwards. It went from like zero to 100 and did a whole week of like really heady thinking. Yeah, when you, it's, you're doing things over Zoom and stuff, it feels quite isolated. I'm not sure our job's supposed to be isolated. We're supposed to be around loads of people making work and being collaborative. I think that's the, the heart of it. And of course, other people that we're surrounded by are audience members, which is kind of the point of the podcast. One of the big things we talk about is audience experiences that we have, whether that's being part of an audience watching something or whether it's an audience reaction to a piece of work that we've created. So what would you like to tell us about, Alex? Two things that have been swirling around in my mind. When I was really little, I'm going to the Panto. 
around all those people that were having such an amazing time. They were throwing wagon wheels out into the audience. And at the time, like, I didn't really go to the theatre when I was little, so it felt like such a new world and a new experience. It was the first moment I thought, oh, this is really, really amazing environment. And that was in an audience as opposed to like wishing that I was on the stage. I just wanted to feel that again. And then second experience of like being in an audience and, and really feeling that you're in an audience was actually probably on Wuthering Heights, the last thing I made. And it was the, at the Royal Exchange in Manchester, which is such an intimate, I mean, it's huge, it's 750 seater, but it's such an intimate venue, despite it be, its size, which is actually, as a creative, is really exciting. You know, you really get to make an audience feel something because they're so close to the action and also close to the the speakers and with a little turn of a sound you can completely change the audience's like perspective on how they're feeling emotionally that's my favorite thing actually just sitting in an audience feeling the audience move or change because of a little like tonal thing or a rumble that you've put on and you can feel the audience go <gasps> or you know they don't necessarily hear it but they're feeling it but in Wuthering Heights especially because there was live music because it was so present in this particular piece really moving to watch and it was a really lovely thing so the last thing i'm going to ask you about is your choice of charity or cause that you'd like to highlight to listeners i mean there's so many at the moment obviously because freelancers that are like that fall between the cracks of funding that's happened i definitely want to highlight that just as a whole freelancers make theater work and scene change doing amazing things but specifically sound wise there's an amazing charity called brighter sound based Mm. in manchester and they help young and emerging sound artists and musicians and anybody that really wants to be involved in sound in any way i've worked with them before and mentored someone on their behalf which has been really cool so they're definitely people to look at if anybody's interested in doing sound or music for those people that are graduating drama schools at the moment in the in you know um technical and creative fields who are feeling a bit on their own i think it's important for them to know that there is a huge community out there that they can you know contact i think that's going to be a really important thing in the next couple of years making sure that those people that have just graduated have support and and as artists we're supporting them if they weren't those people that are, are better than you more exciting than you below you above you and to the side then you don't have the drive to be better or do better or learn more or absolutely i mean there's room for all of us and we've all got to help each other haven't we well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. You've been absolutely fab. Thank you for having me. Yeah, not at all. And yeah, keep safe and best of luck. <laughs> thank you, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Missing an Audience, hosted by Jake Leonard. With music by Dave Morris, publicity design by Ben Hollands, and voiceover by Rebecca Klee. We'd love to hear your favourite audience experiences and how COVID-19 has affected you. So feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter at MissingAnAord. If you want to donate or find out more about the charities our guest was talking about, you can find the links in the description below. In the meantime, Keep safe, keep well, and be kind. Next time, we're joined by actor and founder of Muck and Rumble Theatre Company, Rhiannon Handy. The first time I ever remember feeling the collective power of an audience was seeing Jerusalem. Such an incredible, all-encompassing performance from all the cast and 
an amazing story. I was just captivated from the minute it started, as were the rest of the audience around me. And there's nothing like gasping at the same time as you know, hundreds of other people yeah. or turning to your left and seeing the woman next to you also sobbing her eyes out. It's incredible. Thank you.